0: Welcome to the Outside the Business Boxes podcast, where we're talking about how to ignite your business today for the future using systems for everything you do in your business to make your life, your employees' lives, and your customers' lives easier for you to ultimately enjoy your business and, of course, make more money. I'm your host, Chad Murray. Thank you for joining me at the Outside the Business Box, the new Just Go Get Yourself in Trouble. Listen at your own risk, Outside the Business Box podcast. I am Chad Murray, your host. I am so excited to talk to you today. I just recorded an entire episode for you and I hated it so much I deleted the whole damn thing. It was boring. It was not energetic. So I'm re-recording, and I'm actually like excited to re-record this. I'm not upset because some of the stuff I want to talk to you about. I got I got a little hit list here. I want to talk about my new group coaching. I want to talk about uh, I promised somebody on a, on a thing this week that I would talk about my marketing flyer door hangers, and then I want to talk a little bit about how to save money. So first of all i put out there this week that i am now offering group coaching now it's not a mastermind this is group coach setting with a one-on-one feel what is one-on-one you're just tackling one issue at a time in front of whoever else shows up that pays me for you know that's in the group so it's 550 a month i'll put the uh sign up thing in the uh description here if you want to sign up it's 550 a month show up or not you're paying 550 a month uh you show up to the thursday night at 5 30 eastern 4 30 central and you get on the zoom you type in your in the chat type in your um issue that you want to discuss and then i just go down the list and i one-on-one coach you And bring you on the screen, or there'll only be us two on the screen, and we discuss. And I I just go through everything with my experience as if you paid me for one-on-one, but we'll do it one-on-one with the group. Nobody else in the group can participate. I will mute them all. I'm not asking for opinions here. This is me and you in a group setting, though. (laughs) So, um, but it's it's like, seriously... um, 70% Seventy percent cheaper than than going one on one with me, and you still get me every week. You still get unlimited calls, unlimited um, unlimited um, emails, phone calls. You still call and ask me questions, and so, but you get that every week. And I'm and I'm super excited to offer it. I don't have any signups yet. I really, I mean, I hope to get not just chimney people, other people on there as well. And uh, we'll, uh, I'm gonna keep hammering this till I get 10 people on this or uh, maybe at least five and then we'll break off the group depending on the timing. But I'm excited off it it, offer it It is, it is really it, it, for the price, I mean you can't beat it. Um, I So a little update on me personally, I joined a mastermind group. and it is uh, all about coaching. It's just coaches. Um, there's a couple new coaches there's a couple master coaches like me and and I and, and I'm super excited we had our first deal on Friday it was just it was awesome uh, like mine this is not these are people I've never met before um I signed up from a girl uh, a woman that's in my neighborhood who's a coach who I, who I've known a couple years and it's just uh I'm excited we had our first deal and we and I, I really got some good knowledge there's a new doctor in there that is really good he's a doctor of not of, of medicine he's a doc got his doctorate in media in marketing and uh, i'm having lunch or, or excuse me i'm having coffee with him on tuesday to discuss how to uh market outside the business box let's face it i put a group thing out uh, out on the chimney world nobody signed up i must must need a better message <laughs> And so, uh, yeah. I mean, I've read all the messaging, the storyboard, and all that stuff. I've done all that, but how do I make it uh, duplicatable and and, uh, and presentable to where I get more people out there? So, anyway, that doesn't help you much. As I'm rambling now, it's my podcast. If I want to ramble, I'm going to ramble, but we won't make that a habit. Let's let's move on. All right. One of the things I promised, I was talking or saw somebody on on one of the. Uh, facebook groups here this last week wanted to know about my uh, door hangers i have i had mentioned to them so I'm i'm gonna put if you go to youtube and watch this i actually oh actually i think i can do this right here um i actually have a door hanger and here it is so this is a door hanger i have that if you look if you're looking viewing this on youtube it's a door hanger to go put on people's houses that don't have chimney caps or uh, this is a custom one that i made off of an old flyer that i believe copperfield used to sell possibly lindemans but i believe it was copperfield that used to have a picture of like a an old chimney it was like a cartoon and it said a curbside visual inspection revealed the following safety concerns and it had like five things to click on or you could you could check mark well i ended up putting my logo making my own using that same verbiage but then essentially redid the whole flyer into my own into my own company and so i put uh uh, two chimney caps on there full mount caps Put little circles, the check mark, no rain cap, animal garden. Talks about why you need a cap. No needs waterproofing. Why it needs waterproofing and loose bricks and general decay. Now you take a marker and you write on it. You check that it needs this, and then you write your name at the bottom as you're the inspector. I'm not kidding. I mean, I've been doing this a long time, and I did this. I would throw. We, I believe, it was around twenty thousand of these door hangers a year. And I got to tell you, I've probably made I don't know, it's got to be over a million dollars with these door hangers. And so, there's a couple ways to do it. Now, you can you can just walk the streets or, you know, have someone in the truck with you or ride the tailgate and you just go put them on houses that don't have chimney caps. And you just pre-check off no rain cap needs waterproofing. And then write your name on it, and then you just go run on it. And it happens to need the loose bricks or general decay. You would uh, check that as well as you walk up, guys. This door hanger is absolutely credible. You're 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 pointing out what they know they don't have. Sometimes they didn't know they didn't have it, and when they call up, it's such an easy sale. Now that's one way to do it or you can just knock on their door and there's only one phrase you have to ask or say when they answer the door hey did you know you didn't have a chimney cap that's it done they either slam the door in your face or they go i don't or they know they do oh i have birds in my chimney every year blah 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 right and they just go into the inspection phase of that and then you know sell them whatever they need i will tell you i had guys doing this uh, just their, their job was just to go out and just just door knock. Brian my guy in Houston uh my gen, assistant general manager he did this for a year yep and he ran a team doing it a year and they drove my sales that year probably about four or five hundred thousand dollars and then we probably probably done <laughs> no joke we've probably done almost two million dollars over 25 years with these I mean, there were times I was slow. This is in my first five years, you know. Probably had three trucks at the time. I was so slow, you know. Come April or May, it hadn't rained. Let's just say or August, either way, late July and August, dog days of summer. I would go throw these, or I just go door knock, and I would literally come home and pay the rent and pay pay the mortgage. I could I could do that. I could go out and throw and talk plenty and get people you know to educate them on why they need a cap and then turn it into whatever i knew how to do at the time if you're a new company and you're waiting for marketing you're waiting to figure out what to do this is seriously the cheapest fastest way you can make money and so we did it in dallas we did it in houston that's how we kicked off houston you know we we did google as well but that's how we kicked off when we moved to Houston. It was just flat out boom. Just door hanger, door hanger, knock and talk. Throw throw a hundred, throw a thousand flyers. You know, with only houses that don't have cabs. And I'll tell you, it's awesome. I got one client. He does uh he does the old yard signs and he does the street signs. And uh, he's doing phenomenal. Booked out at least three or four weeks. So old school marketing still works guys. It is still a great cheap way to do it. Now I know some of you are kind of listening. I would never do that. I'm I'm above that. Well fine. You know if if you're busy enough you don't need to. Great. Because I'm going to tell you it takes effort. It absolutely takes effort. You got to go do it. And if you if you if you are not busy enough this works great if you're even starting to slow down this is a great way to do it too i mean you literally can do it now there's a third way to do this this is the way that i'm going to be talking to my guys this year we've 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 lost the flyer ability because i was one always driving it so our our company's not like legitimately done flyers in a while and we we're going to start clover leafing our houses with them and i'm gonna make sure all my educators have them check mark the people around them because what better way to do it than to sell people and tell them you know put on the little back that hey miss smith next door we'll be here next week putting on a cap go ahead and take a look at hers and then give us a call if you like it and then check that they need a cap i mean if if you think about it if you find three or four houses around theirs that the people can see the cap that you just did and did that, boom. Yard signs are great. But yard signs are a hassle to keep keep up with. <laughs> I've tried it, and there are some guys that do it well. I'm not one of them. But if you educate your the neighbors on it, on um, this process, it will get you busy. I promise you, it will get you busy. And the great thing about it is it's going to get you um, probably booked out because it will really literally you'll if you do we only sell full mount caps we don't do anything else so there's there's a turnaround of about a week you know we in the springtime if we're not that busy in the beginning of the springtime we can get it installed in the same week if it's early in the week otherwise we're generally booked out 10 days which is not a big deal but we don't book out very much than that i was praying this year we would be but we didn't masonry wasn't as wasn't as awesome as we thought it would. Not that it wasn't, and still is awesome. But uh, we're doing very well still. We're not even to the point right now where I even could even throw flyers yet. We're getting there, hopefully, or hopefully not. But we are. We're not even there yet, and it's January sixteenth. So anyway, okay. So let's let's dig in. So that's that's the flyer story. So now let's talk about the the finances, the thing that nobody ever wants to talk about. Saving money. Why am I bringing this up? Nobody talks about money. Not real money. Everyone just always brushes over it because nobody ever wants to talk about it. Well, let's talk about it. All right? How much money you got? It's one of the first questions I ask when I start, hiring someone, when I start work coaching them. How much money do you got? I want to know several things when I start coaching someone. Number one is, can they afford me? <laughs> you know, that's that's really the the minor thing, but that's just a funny joke. I want to make sure that I'm I got getting somebody that has enough money to keep going. Not that I won't be free anyway once I show them a couple things, but still. And that brings me to the point: Do you save money? Do you have credit limit? What do you have in your savings account to get you through the whole year. Part part of being in business is to also learn how to run your finances. And I'm telling you, with our business, it can get pretty gloomy at times in the summer. And I know a lot of you out there may not have these issues, but I know a lot of you do. And I did. So what I did was is when I brought David, my CFO on 14 years ago, we just started doing the, the you know, the uh, profit first type stuff without even knowing there was a book out there that explained profit first. We just literally said, okay, we're gonna save $300 a week this week. And then every week we discuss it. At first we did not have a set amount. We would say, okay, we made, after paying everybody, uh, so we actually was profit last, but we would always, we'd always pay. And I would fluctuate my pay to make sure we, we would put something in the nut account. And so we did that. And literally when we first started that 14 years ago, I had, I had like $10,000 in my name. That was it. And we grew up, grew it up to in like two years to around 50 to $60,000. That was our operating money. And we stayed there for a while. We got it, and then, you know, we got up to 100, and then we finally, we got it up to, like, 300000 or $400,000. And so, and then COVID, you know, uh, we got all that money from the government. Thank you, government. Uh, and they gave us a lot of money, and I was fortunate to only go through the PPP money. I haven't even touched the money they gave me on the EIDL. So, we got a lot of money in the bank right now. Things are going well. But if you didn't get any of that money... Or even if you did, you blew it, or you didn't take it. Um, You need to start putting money aside. It's got to be a habit. You got to make that a habit. You got to have that rainy day. You know, like Dave Ramsey says that you must have three months of reserve saved up in case something goes bad. Well, I've had that happen before, obviously, as you know. My appendix ruptured way back in the day. And I had to restart my business back then. I did not have that three months saved up. That was 18 years ago. And so, yeah. You just got to save money and figure it out. Now, one way to do it is to have lines of credit to help you. To help you give you extra cash to operate. I do strongly suggest you put yourself on a salary and then K-1 yourself which is just bonus yourself, and always have a certain amount of money. So if you know what your bills are, I would have. I would get, try to get to where you have a month in reserve. That's your first goal. But you gotta, so you never have to worry about money. I never worry about money. Now, I constantly have anxiety about money. There's a difference. I never worry about if I'm gonna ever run out of money. But I do worry about, are we gonna make any money this week? I know that's that's crazy, but that's the truth. I, I I never have I haven't had a problem with actually not having money in probably seven or eight nine years. I always have enough money to do anything. I never get close, never really go down to less than a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Back in the day, now we don't ever go down below five hundred thousand dollars. But I'm just saying, but I but I built that up, and our operating money. We I mean that's right. We never go below a half a million in our bank account to make sure we always have enough money. Um, I know a lot of people out there, and I think I heard it on a couple other podcasts, you got to make sure you invest your money. Well, I'm a a cash whore and I'm doing it wrong. But you know what? I don't worry about money. So I am looking to do more investments. But the fact of the matter is, we're talking about you and your business. You need to make sure you have enough money. I actually coach a lot of people that don't have enough money and uh, it'll get low at times and, and uh, we got, we have to start creatively figuring out ways to, you know, get some payments in, get, you know, get them back on. You should not be living, you know, paycheck to paycheck. If you own a business, you need to grow your business financially as well as you are any other way. I have another topic to talk about. I don't like to mention other podcasts and stuff, but I got I got to give John Caesar, you know, a shout out for his certification one he did this week. And it's really funny during this podcast if you heard a couple of blips, I got a gentleman, he'll probably be listening to this um, and I won't mention names. New guy in the business and he heard me on someone else's podcast or saw me somewhere. And he messaged me a couple days ago, and I I pulled out, before I heard John's uh, uh, podcast, I asked him if they were certified. I, I'm going to read you his response. He's, he's a new company. He used to work for someone else. And he, this is his response. He puts, not anymore. I worked for a company that said it didn't matter. He seemed to be doing pretty well, so I never got recertified. I bring this up because this is happening while I'm recording this. This is why I, I I mentioned John. It was such a great podcast. And now in the middle of this, if you go listen to John's podcast, I'm dealing with a gentleman who's out there trying to ask me if he could talk to me about things, who wants to get help, you know, whether or not coaching or just just mentorship, whatever. And <laughs> it's exactly down uh, John's alley of what he talked about in that podcast. And, and I just, I'll tell you what I wrote in response. It was long. I put, yeah, so not true. If you don't know codes, clearance, and combustibles and correct construction, how are you knowing to accurately inspect a chimney? Just sweeping ultimately leads to lawsuits and unsafe practices. The real reason you get certified is for you and your business to be the best chimney sweep in practice. Would you get on an airplane with a non-certified pilot? We in this—we are in the saving lives business, but preventing fire, but by preventing fires. You feel it. You know your old boss was full of it. Do the right thing and take responsibility and be part of the industry, not another story of a hack with a van and a vacuum. I'm—I'm I'm used to be—I used to be your boss, then got certified and my business took off. So. I know everyone listening to me is most likely certified, but if you're not, you just read my response if you were to ask me what you should do. What's the best business thing you could do for your business? Is get certified. <laughs> you know, that's not going to teach you how, how, to, how to clean a chimney uh, or, or it's not going to teach you all the mechanics of the proper ways to do, you know, the actual job that's something that you can go listen to john's podcast last week it was great um but it's a jump off point if you're just starting out to get some education and i strongly <laughs> advise you to do it because i'm getting people like this gentleman you know most of the people i a matter of fact every single one of my clients is certified every single one of them and i have yet to actually take on one that's not but if I did, I do get people like this gentleman who asked me what they could do with their business and the first thing I tell them and I ask them is, are you certified? So go listen to John's podcast about the certification. I fully agree. You can go on Chimney World, read my comment that I put to him on there. Uh, very interesting. But again, back to finances and stuff. And, and uh, I want everyone to bring out and talk about how they save their money. It'd be interesting to see, you know, I might put a poll out there in Chimney World, you know, how does everybody really save money? Or do you? And so that's the question. If you're not, you need to start. You need to figure it out. Um, some, some of your marketing numbers, you need to really start looking at. If you're on autopilot, on on adwords google adwords and you just leave it alone never look at it shame on you you should be turning that up turning it down turning it off i don't suggest ever turning it off keeping it down to like five ten bucks if you slow it down or a hundred bucks uh but you know when you're busy why are you paying for adword leads you know a lot of you guys here's another thing if you're going to hire someone to do your marketing, AdWords, or even Facebook, you realize that that if you're signing a contract to go for however much budget to pay them and then they pay. So if you pay them $1,000, you're not getting $1,000 worth of AdWords or Facebook. But what you don't realize is you can turn it up and turn it down. All they have to do is click in there and crank up the dollar amount. So if you're slower and you want to, you want more business. You could just say, "Hey, I know we're on a thousand dollars a month. Well, I'd like to this month or this week. I'd like you to crank me up double my double my ad spend to go get more leads." And so, yeah, we do our own AdWords. I, I've been with Google and since Google was brand new. They called us. Google is nobody. They trained me how to do AdWords. And then I, I passed it on to David, my CFO. Now he does AdWords. But they you can do your own AdWords account too, by the way. They will help you. Now here's, here's my suggestion if they help you. If they help you with your AdWords, call me. I will help you after they're done because they're going to set you up to spend most money as possible. And I'll tell you, you're not going to get the ROI you want there's some targeting things you want to see your conversions you want to see a lot of different things uh to hit it right your timing when you're going to show your ads um different keywords the way you might want to you know advertise there's some things you want to tweak your account on at, at times a year to do uh to get better roi so anyway guys it has been a blast today i'm so happy to talk to you guys I really hope you guys, some of y'all who are not being coached, I'm telling you, coming into my group coaching, I can help you. I can help you elevate your business quicker, and I look forward to having and helping you do it. All right, that's my time and outside the business box. I appreciate it. And by the way, if you want to vote for a new product for that little poll that they got going on, uh, Bare Hands Pro is my vote. I hope that's your vote too, because it is the best innovative product that came out in 2021. I vote Bare Hands Pro. So that's our time here at Outside the Business Box. Hey, just go get yourself in trouble. Thanks a lot. Chat out.